Well, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. Holy cows, you guys! It's another double feature day. What? <laughs> who's that, that that just went woo? Well, who's the one who started with the woo? Oh, you go first. Okay, hi everybody. It's Michelle. Hey, it's <laughs> Michelle. That hey. would that would mean I'm probably JD. Probably. Probably. So. Yeah. You're Otherwise, listening to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, we, we're, one of these days we'll figure out how to start these episodes, you guys. Or, I think or we probably nailed not. it. I, yeah, we, you know what? You're right. I think people have probably grown accustomed to us being weird and awkward. Uh, it's double feature day. We got two movies to talk about today. Uh, Michelle, what Whoa. are the movie? Uh, well, we don't need to tell them what the other one is. They'll find out on <laughs> okay. their own. What's the uh-huh. one we're talking about right now? The one we're going to talk about right now is called Glorious. Glorious. You have to pronounce it like that, too. Yeah. It's a rule. Yeah. It just like uh, like uh, Bobby Roode's entrance music in the WWE, where it goes, Glorious. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I understand that reference 100%. Wrestling is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Glorious, oh. uh, Glorious mm-hmm. is one of the the films uh, we're talking about here today. Uh, as you know, we watch Shutter Original and Exclusives. This one is a Shutter Original. Uh, Michelle, uh, yeah. do you by chance have the Shutter website pulled up in front of you? I do. Do you want me to read it? Please read to these people the Whoa. the full description direct from the Shutter website. Of this yeah. film here called Glorious. Oh, man, this is a big day. I've never gotten to do this part before. Okay. It, well, see, what <coughs> happened is it occurred <coughs> to me out of the blue that I've pretty much done, like, the start and the descriptions in every single episode we've done, and I realized <laughs> that I should probably let you do that sometimes because we're partners in this venture. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to be... I'm trying to be a better me, <laughs> Michelle. Okay. I'm well, trying I appreciate to be a better you me. making the description that I get to read <laughs> the movie where it is only one sentence. I, I know. Well, that. I'm gonna let you do the. I'm gonna let you do the next one too. Oh my gosh, I get a whole three three sentences. Anyway, <laughs> they two. Okay, so they are two the of d- the shortest descriptions <laughs> we've ever gotten from Shutter. Okay, we're recording oh, an episode. Read the description we of the are. movie. We are. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The description from the Shutter website for Glorious, Glorious is a heartbroken man finds himself trapped in a bathroom with a strange voice who says he may be the only hope in stopping a terrible event. A Shutter original. JD! Yes. Why don't you hit us with your spoiler-free <laughs> thoughts? I would love to. Glorious is a movie that uh, I really wanted to like uh, a lot. Uh, and I only ended up liking somewhat. Uh, I, I like the first uh, 90% of the film a whole lot more than I like the last 10%. Uh, I really was involved in where this was leading. I was curious. I was on board. I wanted to see where everything was going. And then where it went just was like, oh, that's that's what we're doing? Uh, well, Okay. Uh, so, uh, I, like I said, I enjoyed most of the film. It's got a lot of good qualities. It just in the long run, uh, is not exactly for me. I'm gonna give this one a right down the middle, two and a half skulls. All 
right. Two and a half skulls out of five from my co-host, JD. Yeah. Uh, I was curious what your reaction to this was going to be because I really did not know how you'd feel about it. Um, when I finished watching the film and I had made my decision, I went to look at the ratings. And this is a very divisive movie. Okay. There are people who love it and there are uh -huh. people who hate it. And there's very few middle of the road. You tend to be kind of middle of the road on this one. Mm. I fall on the love it side. Oh, I right really, on. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, there's a slightly likable guy down on his luck, but still somewhat likable, put in a weird situation with a man in a bathroom. And that's just the making of a successful movie for me. I enjoyed it <laughs> a lot. I would probably watch it again if uh, I was in the mood to do that. Um, I will actually give it a 4.25. You know oh. what? I, I do want to make one small modification to this. I, I am I am because there is one thing I do want to point about out about this movie that I especially loved, uh, and, and especially in light of the other movie we're going to talk about uh, in the next episode. Uh, but this movie is only seventy nine minutes long. <laughs> it's a very quick and easy watch. You know what? Let's bump this up to a full three skulls. Like I said, okay. <laughs> it's got plenty of stuff about it that I liked. The first 90% was great. I just didn't like the dismount. The, the bad dismount can, can certainly affect a movie pretty significantly, but let's give this a three skulls for at least having the decency to only take up 80 minutes of my life. <laughs> Excellent. So three from JD, four point two five from me, aka Michelle. Uh, so that gives it an average rating of three point six two five skulls out of five skulls. I also want to know what that point six two five skull looks like. That person had a terrible misfortune befall them before they became a skull. I, I feel like that's gonna be like everything from the uh, like, like you'd be missing everything from like below the eye sockets. So the upper and lower jaws would be gone, but mm. you'd still have the brain cranium area. Perfect. Efficient eating. If I just have like a mouthful <laughs> with no bones yes. on board with that idea. Okay. Awesome. Well, now we're going to kick it into the spoiler country. Oh, no. So, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry if this is your first episode. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in. Uh, we sometimes tone it back, but not tonight. Oh, uh, no. So if you do not want Glorious to be spoiled for you, you should probably pause that recording. Hit the pause button right now. There you okay, go. we have entered spoiler territory. JD, would you like to start? Yeah, I'd love to start on Glorious. Uh, this movie, uh, as I said, had, had a, it, it, I was really on board for a lot of it. I like the way it develops. Uh, you know, it's uh, so this dude uh, is very mysterious. We do learn as we go along quite a bit about what was actually this guy's story. We, you know, we kind of just drop in in the middle of a, a clearly uh, tense time in this fella's life. Uh, and then he has a drunken night at a rest stop, uh, meets this weird lady at the rest stop who helps him get some candy out of the machine, uh, gets drunk at the rest area, and then the next day, oh shit, his life goes completely fucking haywire. Um, I, uh, I loved so much about this movie. Uh, I loved it, the design of it. I thought the look was great. Uh, I thought they did an incredible job of uh, uh this is a very minimalist movie right like the inside 
of an old rest area bathroom and the area surrounding that rest area is basically the entire setting for this movie and the set dressers made that bathroom just look so grimy and so awful and you know I, honestly I gotta I've been in some some rest area bathrooms it makes me feel like maybe they didn't have to do a whole lot to actually make it look that bad uh, but that was great I, I thought the movie looked beautiful um, uh, JK Simmons as the voice of the the uh, the creature and or person in that bathroom stall uh, was great. Uh, he's an incredible voice performer. The movie is very funny, right? It's super, super funny along the way. I got a kick out of the whole gimmick of it. Yeah, it's called Glorious because, as you know, obviously there's the whole glory hole scenario there. And that pays you would off. Be, <laughs> you would be surprised how many people did not understand that reference yeah, when I was looking I, up other people's so reviews. Weird. I was yeah. really surprised because that's a very good name for this movie. Yeah, it is. Like this, uh, this dude, uh, like uh, basically, it's a glory hole. he yeah, it's he glory. hears a voice through the glory hole claiming to be a god creature from another dimension, and this yep. dude is the only person who can help this god creature stop the god creature's father creature from destroying the universe, <laughs> and like. Some of the special effects when they cut to that that flashback or whatever, and those worm tentacle things start coming out of that lady's eyes. Fuck you! That was that like that <laughs> that messed me up. Like it was so good. I was so I was like, I was really on board with the what's really going on here. Is this like is this guy like is he on some sort of weird fucking acid trip, or is you know is what's happening here like is it really what it seems to be? And in the long run, I guess it it seems like it really was what it claimed to be, but the ending was so limp. Uh, it like it just uh, like he the the monster just gets him to kill himself, and then it's like oh surprise! It turns out this guy's been a serial killer this whole time for apparently no reason at all, uh, except to use it as a convenient uh, out on explaining why. These guys, this guy was parallel to the monster thing. I just, I really was with it all the way through until we got to that last big chunk where they give the, the real final details uh, of, of what's going on. And I just, I, I, I found the ending very, very lackluster and disappointing uh, to, the agree, to, the, to uh, the degree where it really knocked down my ability to appreciate the movie quite a bit. That was a long ranty way of... of no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Counter-argument. Yeah. Uh, not even so much an argument, but the ending did not feel well-developed, but I didn't mind the reveal that he was a serial killer and that this guy who I had said, you know, was likable, and that's partially why this movie works. This movie would not work, or I mean, it might work. I can't envision it working as well as it did if it was not Christian, I believe, Quantin. Quantin uh, is his last name. If it was not him in that role with J.K. Simmons' voice. I think those two paired up is so good. They make uh, the lead guy, whose real name I actually don't know. It is Wes, right? Wes, so, yeah. Uh, they make Wes so likable and funny and, you know, oh, he's down on his luck. Isn't that kind of sad? What a pathetic man. And then it turns out that he's kind of an evil asshole. And I like that reveal that after all of this, that's 
why kind of these things happen to him. Um, I do wish it had been fleshed out a little bit more because it does happen very quickly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it was a 70 minute movie. They could have added a few more minutes <laughs> at the end and then even take some stuff out in the middle and it would have been fine. They definitely had some room to add that. Um, it does feel like it ended on a very fast note, even if they had well, been a little bit more flashback. There, well, there I, just needed to be a little bit more. I was going to say, uh, I don't think they even necessarily needed to do more flashbacks because there were several flashback sequences throughout the movie. I think they could have just used those flashback sequences better to slowly let us in on what was really going on with Wes uh, and Brenda rather than literally spending 90% of the movie. Like, I was like, okay, so, like, we always obviously we, we assume either they're separated or probably she's dead. But there's nothing at all at any point whatsoever that even hints or suggests at the idea that she's dead because he killed her. Like, it just comes out of left field with no buildup or, or no development. Uh, like It didn't feel earned, right? They just threw it at me, uh, and then it was like, oh. And also, like, the whole element of, like... It had to be you because you're an awful monster that destroys things the same way I destroy things by nature. So it had to be, it almost, in a way, like it felt like like they were giving this awful, terrible serial killer person some sort of redemption angle. Like, oh, you get to be a not terrible person because you saved the universe. Uh, I, I, I just... I thought the whole ending just threw the whole thing completely into disjointed, muddled chaos that made it uh, unenjoyable. Interesting. I did not feel that way. I didn't actually even feel so blindsided by the reveal. It made sense to me because there is an exchange earlier in the film when he meets uh, the ex-girlfriend. I just have to have names pulled up. This is like three people in the Brenda cast. Is the Brenda is the girlfriend. Yep. I just need to write these down, but I won't. Yeah, I how am I the name rememberer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so when he meets Brenda at a party, there's a very weird exchange where she's saying, like, are you stalking that other girl? Oh, sure. And there's clearly something going on. You can tell in these flashbacks. So when it's revealed, like, oh, he killed her. Oh, OK. Like, to me, that was not as surprising um i felt like they could have added a little bit more to suggest that he was that kind of fucked up but i think it was apparent he had done something bad and that his girlfriend was dead and i was actually thinking like drunk driving and she was a passenger and sure. he had killed her inadvertently yeah yeah that's kind of what i was yeah. thinking is like she's dead through some like awful mistake or tragedy or something mm -hmm. that he's tied into uh, but not that and here's an interesting thing, though, that I uh, so this movie was was directed by Rebecca McKendry. Um, and uh, it's interesting to me that you say you didn't find uh, that reveal quite so surprising. And I got to be honest with you, I do find because that's an interesting thing that you point out that sequence where where Brenda and Wes first meet that flashback where it's this very. Uh, cutesy sort of thing where she sees him checking out another girl and calls mm -hmm. him a stalker or asks him if he's a stalker. Um, 
that all struck me very much as totally innocuous uh, as just like (laughs) she just caught him checking out another girl and is giving him shit. Whereas you saw it as and, and what's interesting to me about that is I do have to ask myself right away how much of that uh, is because I'm not a woman, right? Like how much of that is informed by like signs and signals and vibes that you may be in tune to pick up on <laughs> because of having to live in the experience and, and culture that that uh, that women have to deal with in in uh, in modern society. I, I, I'm curious if that maybe is part of what made you think there's something up about this guy because I and didn't ex- I didn't <laughs> suspect him as a bad guy for a moment. <laughs> and I did have kind of that consideration, but part of it too is I'm used to men in horror movies killing women. So well, there's that I'm too. Very, yeah, I'm very very used to that. So when there's something slightly off, I'm like, oh, this dude murdered her somehow. There, there is definitely <laughs> that. Definitely, you make, uh, you make I a might be a little point. bit more perceptive, but I'm also I watch a lot of movies where bad things happen to women, and I go, oh, right, yeah, of course it did. Of right. course, bad things happen to women. So I definitely I picked up on that scene and went, there is something off here. And I picked up like he might actually be stalking this woman and he probably was. And then he met this other girl instead. Um, I do want to go back and comment on your uh, part about how it felt like he had a redemption arc. And I, again, had kind of an opposite reaction where I felt like he thought he was getting a redemption arc, but he is completely sla- uh, slapped down and told, no, you're going to die. You are going to be forgotten. No one gives a shit. Goodbye. I thought it was very much slapping in his face that, no, you don't get a redemption arc. This is because you're a bad person. Have fun in hell, dipshit. Like, I, I very much took it as not allowing him to right. have no, that, I, that I, glory. I think, as the name I think that's definitely what the narrative and the script tried to do. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, as an observer, like, this guy voluntarily cut his own liver out to stop the universe from being destroyed, regardless of whether the people in the narrative are going to remember him from my moral perspective as a third party omniscient viewer. Like I know what this guy did. Right. And like, how am I supposed to interpret that? Uh, like, I, I, I don't know. It just, it, and I, I don't mean to suggest that it necessarily was trying to do that. It just kind of felt that way to me in, to a certain degree and that is part of why I, uh, that's part of the overall muddling of the mm-hmm. end there. Uh, that uh, I just, it, 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 I just was so uncertain of how I was supposed to interpret anything. Interesting. Cause I know. Polar, polar opposite over here. Wow. <laughs> I thought he was acting in his own selfish interest to uh, not really redeem himself with this lady, but be like, oh, well, I guess I died too. He even says people do good things for selfish reasons. They don't do it because they're actually good people. And it makes such a huge point of that, that he did this thing not to save the world, but to save himself. Mm. He would have died regardless. Uh, so he was like, okay, well, I guess I'll try this. And he expected to live after, I think. So then when he died, he was like, 
what? <laughs> I thought I was going to be live or alive forever and I'm a hero. So I just I find this really interesting how much we directly like contradict on so much of this ending. Right. <laughs> it's fascinating to me. That's, That's what I awesome. love about movies. But yeah, overall, <laughs> uh like I thought it was really, really well made. Like I said, I I, mm-hmm. I love uh when a movie is able to take uh, a minimalist setting and still manage to do something very interesting with it. Uh, movies uh, as as varied as like a res- Reservoir Dogs or uh, Cube. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Cube? Cube is one of my all time favorite movies, yeah, including it's... Cube Two Hypercube, and I believe Cube Zero is the name of the third movie, which I have also seen multiple times despite being awful. I am a Cube diehard fan. I watched Cube <laughs> all the time growing up. It was on Sci Fi Channel every weekend. I you were you came to the right yeah, place to talk I, about uh, Cube, sir. <laughs> I, I I have never seen any of them beyond the original, but the original is fantastic. Uh, and again. A Cube movie two is that bad, did, but you should watch it. <laughs> uh, a movie that did so much with such mm-hmm. minimal space, right? Like even though they're the I, you know, they're they're moving from room to room. It's the same room every time, and it's like actually I said, the they, same set yeah, too every time. They just they, change the colors. They did mm-hmm. so much with this one location and set in in the in the whole movie. Uh, another element of this, by the way, that drove me nuts that I do want to make sure I mention is that lady at the beginning clearly is part of this somehow and i they they like she's just there and she's cryptic and she says weird things and she makes the machine work and then she uh puts weird paper things on the table and then she's gone and she's like that's just it we never come back and st- tell us anything about that lady uh yeah i just um uh that's that's weird because every time i've gone to a gas station there's definitely been a weird cryptic lady who helps fix one of the broken machines and leaves paper everywhere i thought that was just a normal human experience so she did not seem out of nowhere to me i actually would have been more alarmed if they didn't have her in this film because i'd be like why did they omit the gas station lady who is uh living everywhere and omnipresent and uh just with us all the time are you mocking me right now, Michelle? Uh, no, but I do have to <laughs> just say I need, I need, I need pictures of Spider Man. I want him to say it once, just once, please, Got. I need you to say I need pictures of Spider Man, J.K. Simmons. <laughs> what are you thinking, <laughs> Jonah Jameson? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so, man. so uh, that's that's glorious. I think uh, in a, in a nutshell uh, from Michelle and I. Like I said, I, I I definitely think it's worth a movie a movie worth checking out. Rather is what I'm trying to say. Michelle definitely got more out of it from a story really angle than I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think you'd be wasting your time whatsoever to see this movie again, especially because it's only 79 minutes, and it is really cool visually. There's some awesome special effects in this some really great uh uh creepy uh set designs it's really cool uh so yeah i don't welching yeah lots of squelching if you yeah yeah i i I did make (laughs) uh extensive note of how many times they i want to know who does the subtitles for shutter because they like to say squelching a lot It's the perfect word. It describes all these movies so well. I'm going to get a tattoo that just says squelching. It's almost (laughs) onomatopoeic. 
almost squelching. squelching. Well, that's all the squelching we have for this uh, episode (laughs) of We Watch Shudder. Of course, it's double Mm -hmm. feature day, so we got another one that you'll be able to listen to right away. And then we have Mm -hmm. a bunch of old ones that you can listen to. uh, They're great old ones, just like, (laughs) you know, you get it. Uh, anyway, oh, uh, Michelle, reference. yeah, right. Uh, Michelle, where can right. people hear all those lovely episodes? Uh, so they can check it out wherever they stream podcasts now. So if it's on Spreaker or if it's on Spotify, we're on Spotify now. Or yeah, we finally said Play, fine. Google Spotify <laughs> will let you distribute our podcast. Yeah. However, you're listening to this episode. You can keep doing that with the other episodes. Oh, yeah. I, I suppose <laughs> they, they probably already know how to listen to the podcast if they're who knows. Maybe they got lost. To the, look, I, <laughs> we told you at the beginning that this was going to be a weird one and it's been a weird a one. That's for sure. Episode. It's a very squelchy, very purple, <laughs> very purple episode. I was gonna say it is a purple movie. It is very it's so and it was very squelchy. purple. Yep. yep. It was a purpley purple squelchy, squelchy movie. movie. <laughs> All right. It's like a so. one-eyed, one-armed flying purple <laughs> squelchy monster. Exactly. Uh, okay. Love okay. it. Enough. Enough. All right, guys. So yeah, <laughs> and make sure you check us out on uh, on Facebook and Instagram at We Watch Shutter. Uh, we're gonna have a Twitter soon and probably a TikTok sometime but soon. But the TikTok—it's uh, gonna be funny. I have a feeling I, we're very funny. I think I'm hilarious. Well, so I'm, if no one else likes my TikToks, oh my God, where was TikTok when I spent an entire afternoon watching the B movie for the first time and then making one minute video segments of my reactions? I could go upload those. I have 30 minutes of B movie content. Oh my God. No, please do not upload 30 minutes of B movie content to the We Watch Shutter TikTok. I would appreciate it if you didn't. Do I that. do not agree to that, but I will consider your request oh hey guys also i want to make sure to point out to everybody uh i want to say uh, a quick shout out uh to uh you know we we met uh alex over in london a while back and uh we also just recently heard from isabel over in germany hello isabel i hope you're listening to the episode thank you for dropping hello, us a line geht's. oh do you ich speak german dreistig und uh, dos años. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I did speak German in high school. Please we had don't. some German foreign exchange students. Do you know Esther? She's great. <laughs> yeah, everybody Esther in Germany knows everybody. There's only one Esther there. Uh, if yep. you guys are listening to us out there in the world, please uh, shoot us a line on Facebook or Instagram or, or wherever uh, you want to, uh, you know, drop us a review or a comment wherever you're listening to the podcast. We would love to know who's enjoying what we do. Uh, I think that covers just about everything, Michelle. <sighs> I think so. I think this has been a very um, satisfying episode from our perspective. I hope the listeners agree. If you don't, please be kind. We are sad, sad people. <laughs> we're having a, we're having a great Thursday night. Say good night, <laughs> oh <my> Michelle. <laughs> good night, Michelle.